Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Project Freelance. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. Let's get into this episode. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Project Freelance. I'm your host, K. Thank you for joining the show. Thanks for tuning in this week. I don't usually do video podcasts, but today is a little bit different. I'm speaking with Jimmy Lick. He created SecondSociety.io, and today we're going to be talking all about what that is, why he made it, and how you can get involved in it. So just a little rundown, secondsociety.io is a website where you can go as a videographer, a second shooter, a lead shooter, a drone pilot. If you shoot weddings, this website is for you. It's a brand new launch pad for shooters. So are you tired of posting in Facebook groups, trying to get jobs off of, you know, the wedding posts that you see on there all the time? And there's 50 other comments on there. Well, there is a better option. It's called secondsociety.io. Super excited to dive into this today with Jimmy. And basically the way this works, they are in a funding section now. So they are funding the site uh, f- with subscriptions. So you can you know join uh, for a yearly subscription or a lifetime subscription to the website. Super stoked to have Jimmy on to dive further into this. Before we talk about it, before we get into this episode, I do need to thank our partner, Liquid Death Mountain Water. One of my goals in 2023 is to actually drink more water, which sounds crazy, but I, I'm really bad at it. Uh, I really just like don't care about beverage. I love beverages, but like water specifically is something I, I struggle with because it doesn't have a flavor. It's boring to me, but thanks to Liquid Death, I now have three flavors of water and sparkling water and still water. So trying to drink more water this year. Super excited to have Liquid Death as a partner. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting me as an artist. And now, without further ado, let's get into this episode with Jimmy. Please introduce yourself and what you do as a freelancer. Okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Jimmy Lick. I am the founder of Second Society and also Roar Film Co. I've been filming weddings for about eight years now, full time. Um, and last year, we created this platform for uh, shooters like myself and photographers, videographers in the wedding industry to find second shooters and lead shooters all throughout the United States. And so awesome. that's what we're promoting here. Yeah. Amazing. So let's go back to the very beginning. What made you first pick up a camera? Like take me into like your, your, you know, childhood, teenage years, college, cool. education, all that stuff. Yes. Yes. Let's go back there. Um, so I'm actually a musician by trade. Um, and I went to school for music. Um, and recording. And so I wanted to be a sound engineer. And in our freshman year of college, they basically were like, hey, you have to be the top 1% if you think you're going to even make it. Um, And you probably know that from Nashville. Um, And so I was like, you know what, I got to find another job. And so in our school, we had a master's program where if you stay in music, um, you have a 4.0 GPA, you can... uh, you can go into film and get your master's in multimedia in five years. So I decided to do that accelerated program, uh, fell in love with the camera and I'm super into extreme sports. So it was just me and my buddies and we filmed like a snowboarding, wakeboarding, doing crazy stunts and all that. Um, and we decided to make a web, our a webisode series about that called Droiders TV. If you want to check it out. Um, and that kind of popped off um, and that kind of took us into our filming career. And it's a long story from there, but I ended up moving out to San Diego, um, filming some episodes and then uh, got into just filming from there. Uh, got plugged into my local church and started filming weddings. And that's when I went full time into the wedding 
industry. Wild. So we kind of have similar stories. I've I'm a musician as well, so I'm a, cool. a singer and metal screamer. So I'm in two two metal bands. Um, nice. And I started doing music first and then decided to pick up a camera out of necessity because like we needed music videos and you know all that stuff yeah. and I grew up overseas and my my father was like you have to get a degree before you do what you want and I was like well I really like film so I might as well get a film degree so I, I did that uh, wow. came back moved to California because that's where everybody goes to make it uh, so that's yeah. like a little bit of my story and the I was in California for eight years, so I progressively moved further and further south in Southern California, ended up in San Diego. And then I eventually was like, I don't need to live here to do what I want. You know, I can live because I traveled so much as a freelancer. Um, okay. I tour with bands a lot. So that's like my main bread and butter, if you will, uh, now. And so I moved to Nashville and that's kind of why I came here so that I could travel more easily across the country. It's just a more centralized place instead of yeah. having to burn a whole day going east from California, you know? So that's a little bit of like my background. And so it's, it's interesting how we both kind of got here from music to film, you know, it's very fascinating. Um, why weddings? Why did you fall like into that niche? Was it just out of like convenience with getting in your local church? Like, how'd you make that connection? Yeah. So, um, in the church, I was actually like running the sound live and then also worship leading there. And then my main job from Monday through Friday was, uh, doing video for them. Um, and so I kind of liked everything, but weddings kind of just happened naturally, you know, being in a bigger church, there's a lot of people getting married. They asked if I could do the film cause they knew I was on staff there for video. And you soon realize that there's a lot more money uh, involved in creating your own business and the flexibility of your time, all that stuff more than a nonprofit organization can do. You know, there's only so much they can provide, which is totally cool. But I just love that idea of building your own business. Um, you know, being able to make the money that you feel like is worth to you. Um, and then, yeah, just the flexibility of your life. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah, for sure. And how did you find your value or your worth? Like, how did you find that like pricing point that you wanted to charge? And how long did that take for you? Mm, I, I honestly, I think that's, uh, I don't know what they call that, but like almost like the carrot kind of keeps moving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you grow, um, you feel like you're never worth the amount that you charge. But I think there's also my core values are always just providing a lot more value to people than what they can pay me. And, you know, God has taken me to different spaces because of that. And so, you know, when we started out, I was doing weddings for free and I thought they were doing me a service because now I get to, you know, hang out with them, party with them um, and, you know, learn how to film on their wedding day, a special moment. And they're using me who has never done a wedding before. And then, you know, you progress and, you know, the things that you can do and charge and be able to travel. Like we've, we filmed a wedding in Thailand, you know what I mean? So they travel for all your flights and all that. And you're just like, what, this is crazy. I'm going to do the very best possible I can for them. You know what I mean? And so that's just always been my core values to like provide as much value as I can for each couple. Yeah. So, I think that that's super important, yeah. especially in the wedding space, you know, because it's like such a, a life moment for people, you know, it's like exactly. one of those very special things. Yeah. And so uh, you say, like, how do you find yourself worth? I, I think a lot of my worth is probably tied up into the projects we create. Like, I love creating really deep, uh, 
I don't want to call it cinematic, but we, I put a lot of effort into each film. Um, a lot of sound design, a lot of effects and, and really try to tell the best story I possibly can. And so when you get your, um, just your feedback from your couples is like what I, that's my moneymaker right there. You know what I mean? That's like what provides satisfaction. It's not necessarily the money. So, yeah. So this is something that, you know, just to go back to like education real quick. Um, I feel like a lot of videographers, filmmakers, what have you trade people that have learned to trade. I feel like a lot of the people that I've spoken to can relate to this. And I'm curious to know where you lie with this because you are multifaceted in audio and video and mm. you have, you know, you went for your master's. Um, a lot of people feel like they learned more after they left school, like in the field. Can you talk on that a little bit, like with your experience? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, uh, I think there's pros and cons to like higher education, like colleges. For me, I had a really good experience because of the friendships I made there. Um, and that's something, you know, with second society, we'll kind of get into, but I think community is the, the most important thing to have like-minded people around you that want to like achieve the same goal, achieve the same vision. To be honest, I don't think college has the same vision that you do as a student. So their, their vision, their ideas to make money, their business, you know what I mean? For you, yours is like, I want to make a life for myself. You know what I mean? I want to provide for myself. I want to have a family and all that. So two different visions. And so what you find is the people that you really should be around all the time is your community. Um, and the friends that I gained there, the people that also wanted to learn how to film, you know, that's kind of what took my career into the direction that it did. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I think a lot of people can relate to that, uh, heavily. You know, I, I think that personally I, I learned a lot in school and, I, because I studied overseas, I didn't really get to make those long-term connections because I, I did move away. You know, a lot of people lived there and stayed there for the, you know, the remainder, you know, the start of their career. And I was like, well, I need to go to California. You know, I need to go back to America essentially because I, I didn't really know where I should lie, but all I knew was that like California was like the place I felt like I needed to be at that time. And I feel like a lot of people with going to trade schools or university, uh, but mostly trade schools, I feel like those connections they make with their peers can kind of m- move into their career path, you know, as well as like the connection with their professors. You can get like recommended to a studio by them or whatever. So I feel like I kind of missed out on that aspect of like higher education, if you will. But I mean, I moved to um, back to America and started from zero. I, I didn't know anybody. So I had yeah. to build this from the ground up, you know, so it was it was definitely a grind for for years. Um, and for you, were you just and now like you can speak on this now. Do you just film weddings like for that church? or Are you like now freelancing for other like as a as a full time freelancer? Like what is your work schedule like? Yeah. So um, I guess in 2015 is when I started. And I think I was like around the church sphere for probably a year or so. Um, and then in 2017, um, I met my wife, we combined businesses. She was also a wedding filmmaker. Um, we rebranded into Aurora Film Co. Um, and so kind of from there, it just took off. Um, and that was when we started like completely full time, um, running the business. And that, that really just, we built that, um, really based on referrals. 
um, right. not much advertising at all. Obviously, Instagram um, a little bit, and it took off early. But I feel like Instagram now is like slowed down, um, and we're not huge like social media post people. We we right. operate a lot on referrals from okay. couples, from coordinators, um, from videographers and photographers. And so going back to like community is everything. I think that's been the biggest thing for us is, you know, the more people you come in contact with, if you're a uh, wedding filmmaker, getting in touch with as many wedding filmmakers as you possibly can, because they always refer you if they, you know, kind of connect with your work. Yeah, definitely. And can you talk about some places for, for people that are just getting into the space of wedding mm -hmm. photography and videography? What are some spaces that they can go to find those connections? Like, I mean, for example, Facebook or The Knot or, you know, there's these different websites. Like, would you recommend any of those? Yeah, for sure. So when I started out, um, the first thing I did was go to The Knot, um, look up every filmmaker that was on there and reach out to them. Um, and so when I moved to San Diego, I was brand new. Uh, searched San Diego videographers and messaged every single one. Um, and it's funny because one of those people I'm still in contact with today, they live in Florida. We are great friends, um, stay connected, and we still refer each other work. So uh, it's really cool. It, it does work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just connecting with as many people as you possibly can. Don't be afraid to reach out because um, most likely people want to reach out to you. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, People are always down for connection and helping each other out, especially in this industry. I feel like we're all in it to win it together, you know? Definitely. And, I, you know, I think the there's still power in cold emailing and cold mm -hmm. calling. I still oh, think yeah. that it, it just takes one, you know? Like recently yep. I, I joined a bunch of like Nashville real estate groups on Facebook and just started reaching out to people like cold emailing people like, yo, if you want better photos and videos of your properties, like I am a certified drone pilot, you know, just offering my services to them. Awesome. And then I, I went further to reach out to the three solar companies here in Nashville. Cause I was like, I've done solar in California before, you know, as far as like, you know, videography and photos go. So I feel like oh, yeah. people, people, forget that there's still power in those things because they rely so much on like Instagram or, you know, whatever social media. And, and I just want to like emphasize to people listening that there is still power in, in reaching out to people and connecting with people and trying to build those relationships outside of just posting your work everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, we, we long for it. I think humans yeah, yeah. in general, you know, we are human we like connection. And so at the end of the day, we all long for that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's just more, uh, I don't know what the word is, but it's just more impactful to have a one-on-one -on -one human to human connection than, I don't know. Everything is like so about advertising now. True. Um, that's why I really don't want to advertise Second Society. <laughs> I want to do things like this and talk on podcasts and kind of explain myself, explain our story, uh, the reason why we're doing it and all that. I think that's more impactful than just cold advertising. Definitely. So let's get into Second Society. Let's talk about what it is, why you wanted to make this, which you already kind of touched on a little bit, but I'd like to dive further into what it is and, and why you felt that there was a need for this and that this was missing from the world. Yeah, I think I just see a, a really big gap, a really big hole in the opportunity of connection, uh, especially in the wedding world. I think, you know, we're just so busy at least us, and, and I'll talk from my perspective, which is I've been in this for eight years. Um, I, you know, you film a wedding, you edit, I edit for about 70 hours, 
per wedding. So you're always in your little bubble. You're by yourself. You know what I mean? And I want to get out. I want to film with other people. I want to be able to travel and, and film more weddings. And so I think second shooting is just an incredible opportunity for all of us. Um, and I would poke my head into Facebook groups, you know, comment on people, be like, hey, I would love to, you know, come up for San Francisco for the weekend and film with you. Here are my rates, right? But you have 50 other people applying for those because there's 20,000 people in that <laughs> Facebook group. And so I, I've done that numerous times. It's never worked. You know what I mean? Someone that's been doing this for eight years, which, you know, I think we're kind of established in a sense and not getting any work on Facebook groups. It just didn't equate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just found a, a good opportunity of like, hey, why don't we all just sit on a platform somewhere where we can say what our availability is and people can just go on and, you know, just say, hey, I have a wedding on this date. I'm a Sony shooter you know, who's available for that date that has all this criteria, right? And it just kind of comes out and boom, it's right there. There is no just throwing it out to the wind and, and guessing to see who applies. And then you have to look through, you know, 30 to 50 people. Right. And so the idea was always there, but it kind of just sparked in during COVID when we had so many new weddings coming up in 2020 and 2021 and people were postponing. And so we had a double book date one in San Jose one in Tahoe um, and I just couldn't be at both of them you know and so they were both really big weddings really important to us and I wanted somebody there that was not just a shooter but somebody who really understood how to uh, you know speak with the couple you know interact with the whole bridal party you know have that uh, character to them and then also be a really qualified shooter and so I couldn't find anybody in Facebook groups. I couldn't find anybody on Instagram. And so I finally reached out to really good friends of mine, paid them, you know, a good penny and then paid for their flights and paid for their food and hotel and all that. And so it was just like, this doesn't, this is not a good business model. You know what I mean? If I want to do this again, if I want to repeat this process of where like, Hey, I want to be there for couples. I want to edit their films, have my touch on it, have our brand on it but I can't be everywhere at once. Like, how can I replicate this in a really easy way? And this is where Second Society was birthed. Wow. I, I love the the story behind it and hearing more about it because, you know, I saw a post on online about what you were doing and I was like, wow, this is interesting. Like, he's making this platform for the thing we all need. But yeah. like like you said, on Facebook, it's so saturated with people like, I DM'd you. Like, they're, they're never going to check 50 DMs. They're going to check yeah. the first two and then like decide. So yeah. So let's let's go into how you're actually creating the the platform and like the, the back end, basically. Like, how are you developing everything? Sure. Yeah. So we use a company here in San Diego um, called Bitcot, and they are a team of developers. Um, there's a guy here that I meet with. And he basically has a whole team in India. And so we, you know, outsource all the development um, and we are on calls. I, I basically hop on a call at 6 a.m. in the morning, um, kind of go over how we're developing it. What are we changing? Um, what are the features we want to add? Um, and basically for the past year we've been doing this, um, you know, we came up with the branding, did all that and are starting to make the website. And so you know, it's actually really hard. It's not like building a Squarespace. Yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> and so when you're building something that you want to host 20,000 people on, it, it's got to work well. You know what I mean? There's a lot of issues that kind of come into play. And so, yeah, we've been doing that for a year. We are finally about to launch a beta version, um, January 28th. 
and then we want to be in beta for about six months to a year of just like testing everything, making sure the MVP works, which is, you know, the most valuable product, um, making sure the key features are working. And then from there, we're going to, you know, grow it and expand it into more features and more stuff. But nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's talk more about like the, you know, the pre-launch opportunities that you are having for people to get involved. Like how, how can we get involved as, as shooters and as, you know, business people? Yeah, hundred percent. So like if you, um, right now we're doing a pre-launch sale, which is $99 for a two year membership and then a lifetime membership at three ninety five, dollars which is, you know, just heavily discounted. And then when we launch into beta, um, the full access is going to be $195 and okay. then lifetime will be $500 for the first thousand people. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so, uh, basically right now we're just getting it out there. We want people that believe in the vision. Um, you know, obviously it's not going to be a hundred percent, you know, clean, no platform like this, I think is at first. So that's why we're kind of hopping into a beta version, making sure all the kinks are worked out. Um, and we just want people that, you know, believe with us that really feel like this community is needed, um, to hop on board and, uh, do the pre-launch and then yeah, Amazing. go full force on January 28th. Let's go. So, How's it been so far? Like, how's the feedback been? How have people been re reacting to this online? Like, I'm very curious about that side of it. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, it's been incredible. And I, I, I love this story because for us, it's been a year in darkness. Um, exactly. You know, if you don't know, like we, we bought a house, um, bought an Airbnb uh, for like investment purposes. And then six months later, we came up with this idea and we're like, the only way we can do this, make it work is if we sell the house. So we sold the home, took all that equity um, and the down payment that we put into the house, put it into this platform. And so for this past year, you know, like we're watching our entire investment money go away into this, you know what I mean? And, and not really talk about it. And then we finally bring it up in December and we're like, okay, let's see, you know, if everybody likes it, you know what I mean? And just the feedback's been incredible. Like um, we have so many people around the idea that love it, that need it. Um, and so that's just a, you know, a fresh breath of air that we've needed for so long. And so it's been really cool. Wow. So we wow. have, yeah. yeah, we have, um, you know, I think over 200 subscribers to the platform, um, about 50 members now. So it's been really cool. Wow. Congratulations. It's, it's amazing to see that your, your work that you sat in darkness with is now coming to fruition and you know, it's, it's out there. It's real. It's a real thing. Like, how does that feel for you? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I, <laughs> I, can't stop smiling about it. Cause it's like finally tangible. Um, you know, as before for a year, you're building something and it's just this idea. Um, and it could totally flop, you know what I mean? And nobody could like it and it just sinks and your entire savings went down the drain. But, um, yeah, that's not the case. So, so moving forward with your business, are you, are you going to like continue freelancing? Or are you going to pivot to work on this site full time? Like where, where is your focus going to lie? Yeah, I think for us, um, it's definitely been just a year of transition. And we're like, okay, what what do we want to do? Because for me, my passion is creating these films. Like, I, I love what I do. Um, and I think, you know, you need time into Second Society as well. But I think we will transition to probably less weddings and focusing on the platform and really making, you know, a, a healthy community for a lot of people, making this site work very, very well for them. 
um, again, it's just transitioning like, hey, I want to provide value for my couples. Uh, and the same value that I want to provide for my couples, I want to provide for this community, you know, because they're they're paying into it. And so it's kind of on me to bring that value to them. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I think we'll we'll probably cut back right now. We're doing about 20 weddings a year and we kind of want to get down to about 10 to 15. OK, cool. And uh, for you overall, I have this question that I love asking every single guest. It's like one that kind of can like take a second to answer. So like, all right, I'll get take ready. a second. All right. All right. For sure. So what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started all of this? Your net worth is your network. And so I think every day if you wake up and say, hey, like what is going to take me to where I want to be? It's definitely community and definitely getting in front of as many people as you possibly can. And also the people that you get in front of end up being your best friends. So it's a win-win for both of you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So it's very simple. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, so what questions did you have as a freelancer when you started out? Oh, man. What questions did I have when I started out? I mean, you have so many because you don't know where you're going. You know what I mean? I think I think a lot of people think that they're sitting in darkness and asking themselves like, hey, what should I be doing? You know what I mean? Where should I be advertising? Um, you know, what camera should I have? What gear do I need? You know, all these questions. And I think it's a lot simpler than that. Um, I think we just need to all take a breath and and say like, hey, what what can I do today to provide value for somebody with what's in my hands today? And after you do that, you know, I think God will give you something new and you'll say, OK, let me build this again. You know what I mean? And so um, I think it I think there's just this overall arching law that like if I do the best I can for somebody, you know what I mean? Like it's going to come back to you. Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, just trying to do your very best, um, like with every single step that you take. Amazing. So if people want to get more involved with you, uh, maybe hire you for a wedding or if they want to get involved with second society, let everyone know where they can go to find you online. Absolutely. So, uh, well for filming weddings, we are, we're a film, we're a film co. And so you can go to roarfilm.co. For Second Society, you can go to secondsociety.io. And right now we are in pre-launch, so the site's not up yet, um, but we're just onboarding slowly um, at this given time. And so January 28th is when we officially launch live and everybody can sign up publicly. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on Project Freelance and sharing your story with everybody and how you got to where you are now. And I'm super excited for Second Society and everything that you're going to do in the future. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So that was a little bit about Jimmy and Second Society. If you want to get involved, I've put links down in the description to join secondsociety.io as a shooter. Super excited for this platform to take off. I actually saw him post on a Facebook group that I'm in and I was like, hold up. I got to get this guy on the podcast. So Jimmy, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you. We all appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a huge favor and leave a rating and feedback especially on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you enjoyed this episode and got something out of it. 
it means a lot to me. And if you want to get further involved, you can, Hey, you can buy me a coffee. <laughs> you can buy one of my photography books. You can get involved with any of my number of things that I do. All my links are down in the description. And there's also some affiliate links down there and for Amazon products that I would recommend for you. So if you guys are interested, please go check that stuff out. Otherwise, I will talk to you again next Monday for another episode of Project Freelance. Stay strong. Keep enduring. I'll see you guys soon.